This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. Or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, you can click on that radio page. You can check out past shows as well as subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or if you even want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom call, or even a conference call. Now, since the coronavirus has upended many of our lives, both personally and professionally, one of the biggest topics of conversation has been working from home. While working from home was becoming increasingly common before the pandemic, the virus has forced many people to turn their kitchen tables into desks for the first time in their careers. And while working from home has given the world plenty of hilarious videos over the last several months, it's not exactly funny to you anyway. When you have that big Zoom meeting and your dogs won't stop barking or one of your kids barges into the room and demands mac and cheese while your coworkers are watching. But outside of funny webcam disasters, the fact is the biggest challenge worth working from home is avoiding the word procrastination. But before we venture into, you know, the further into this brave new world of working from home, I'd like to introduce to you my co-host this weekend every week, and that is Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good because I'm working from home, Corey, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about. I'm in my home studio today. So uh, this is a great topic, uh, very timely. I'm excited about this one, and I am doing good today, Corey. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, You know, I've I've still got a lot of uh, yard work to try to get done here uh, this fall, so working on that. Otherwise, uh, can't think of anything else new. I've just been working hard. How about you? What are you doing? You know, uh, things are going good. You know, the weather has been absolutely awesome. It's going to be another great week. And, uh, you know, one thing that I'm finding out is as we kind of head into the fall here, you know, I think people are finally starting to want to get into, um, you know, meeting and talking about their financial plans. It's, you know, I think it's, that time of the year, fall is always a, a very popular time to do that. You know, and, you know, our topic today is working from home. And, you know, through all this pandemic, even when you look at our office here at Safe Harbor, you know, my, I, I've been going in the office and so has uh, uh, our, our office manager, you know, Holly. But, you know, the rest of our employees pretty much have been, you know, majority of the time, you know, working from their home. And uh, I can t- tell you this, the one thing, that uh, um, that what it really comes down to is if they get the work done, then I don't see an issue with you know people working from the house, and that seems to be the case at our area. And I just I just kind of feel as as we kind of go through this process, more and more companies 
They're going to be putting metrics into place to make sure that uh, the employees are working to get everything done on time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's easy to get distracted, which is why we're going to kind of talk about, you know, talk about some of those things on the show today. But uh, if you do the right things and you want to work from home, I think you're going to be in a position to be able to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you, you might be as well. And it's one of those things that's all about balance, Corey. I mean, if you want to work from home uh, and you get that opportunity, you have to hold up your end of the bargain. So what's the first thing you'd recommend? Well, you know, Tony, I think one of the one of the things that I want to use today is a Forbes article, and it's titled Working Remote and 10 Things That You Can Do to Prevent Procrastination. That has, you know, some really, you know, good common sense solutions. You know, the article cites a study in which 54% of those who responded said they prefer to, you know, permanently work from home even after the pandemic has been brought under control. While 75% of the respondents indicated they'd at least like the option to continue working from home at least part-time. So with those figures in mind, you know, it's really hard to deny that the world of work is changing quickly. Now that said, employers certainly have the right to expect their staffers to continue producing quality work. You know, more importantly, you need to be able to get that quality work done on deadlines, even if you're going to be working, you know, from your house. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a person who's been working from home, Corey, uh, I can see this again. I think it's all about, uh, you know, balance and you have to have some discipline. So what do you recommend? Well, you know, a great place to really start, Tony, is really to use the same place in your home to do most of your work. Right. You know, it's great if you have a home office, but let's just say you don't have that home office. Then you need to be able to designate maybe the kitchen table as your workspace. Now, this may sound like a small thing, but it can be tremendously helpful to know that when you go into this space or when you go to that kitchen table, you know, it's really time to buckle down and, you know, crank out some quality work, you know, for whoever you work for. Yeah, and I get that sort of matching your headspace to your workspace. And I know for a lot of people out there, it's critical to avoid distractions. I I know for me, I have to do that and that, you know, do that to the best of our abilities while we work at home. I'm fortunate that I, I do have a home office, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 exactly right, Tony. You know, that that's, you, you know, you're working in the best, you know, possible environment that you, you know, you can have by working from the house. But, you know, but you also should build some of those mental boundaries as well, you know, while you're in your workspace so that you don't constantly, you know, peek at that fridge you know, look for that leftover Chinese food, maybe that slice of pizza from last night. And, uh, you know, when it comes, you know, to dirty dishes, laundry or errands, you know, you should really focus on, you know, completing those tasks outside of your work hours, just as you would if you were in the office. Now, added up, these small but important steps will, you know, really help you keep your mind focused on your work. Yeah, and I think that's really important. We've talked a lot in previous shows about the importance of small steps because we often overlook them. And as you've also mentioned before, uh, these small steps are the ones that make the biggest difference, right? That's exactly right, Tony. You know, small but measurable steps is a simple way to keep yourself motivated and on deadline. Now, let's say you're, you're working, you know, you're new to working from home and you have that major project that you need to complete. And it may be beneficial, you know, to look at the project in stages rather than, you know, the total, the totality of it all. So you want to focus on one of the projects, and once that's completed, move on to, the, to stage two. From there, it's on to stage three. 
And this may you know, seem like an obvious thing, but if you consistently do this, you may just find that big projects and rapidly approaching deadlines don't seem to be so overwhelming. Right. And that's a great point and a good tip, Corey. Uh, it's been a good show so far, but we should probably take a quick break right here before we go on. Is there anything else you want to add before the break? Yeah, Tony, you know, I'd, I'd like, you know, I really encourage our listeners to visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670. You know, when you do call in, you know, I'll be able to answer. Maybe you have a question or two. I'll be able to answer those questions for you. Maybe you have a concern that I can address, you know, about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor and Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors is really to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And really the best way to do that is really, you know, no longer procrastinate. Even, you know, we're talking about from the workplace, but don't procrastinate from your financial plan or your retirement plan. Um, you know, set up a, you know, a complimentary, you have to remember all of our meetings are complimentary, no obligations. And all we, all you need to do is, you know, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 to take advantage of that. And we can get started to make sure that you're on the right path to have a essential or secure, you know, retirement. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more insight into how you can confidently and successfully work from home right here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at safeharboroh.com or call us today at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on that website, click on the radio page. You can check out some past shows, but you can also subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, during our show today, we've been chatting about how you can effectively and confidently work from home, which is particularly relevant during this pandemic. You know, from our finances to our physical health to our state of mind, it's really important to make sure that you're considering the impact of working from home and you're doing all the right things the correct way. Yeah, yeah, great topic. And this has been an insightful and relevant conversation today. So, so what's next, Corey? Where are we going here? Just as a reminder, you know, for our listeners out there, you know, we've been using the Forbes article, Working Remote and 10 Things You Can Do to Prevent Procrastination. And the next one is, is it really recommends not being too hard on yourself, which is something I re that I do really think is important. You know, as the article explains, getting down on yourself when you procrastinate doesn't do much good. You know, the better course of action is to forgive yourself, identify why you're procrastinating, and then simply move on. After all, this, you know, whole work from home culture is still pretty new for a lot of people. So getting down on yourself every time a task or a project doesn't go perfectly isn't going to do you any good. You know, constant learning and improving, in my opinion, is, the, is really the right philosophy uh, when you're working from home. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a good point. And for the foreseeable future, I think employees and managers are largely going to have to learn as they go. I mean, this is kind of our new reality, right? Uh, you have to have patience and uh, understanding is probably the best for all parties, especially with the kids back in school or in most cases doing school at home again now. Well, you know, Tony, I'm glad you brought up the school thing, right? I think everyone's yeah. had to experience this right now. Yep. Or not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people out there have. You know, kids are returning to school, and some of them are going through a hybrid as well right now, or maybe they're all staying at home, or, um, or maybe they're all going to, you know, hopefully they'll be going back to school here shortly. But, you know, as you said, distance learning is certainly going to throw a major wrench into working from home. You know, younger kids aren't equipped to always understand that mom and dad can't drop everything to help them immediately, you know, during that work day. With that, you know, anyone working from home would be wise to ease up on the, you know, of uh, perfectionism. You know, I get it. We all want to be able to do good work and be recognized as that valuable part of the team. But there's a chance that you that, that you know, that you need to be perfect with every task is actually having that opposite effect. So as Forbes notes, constantly striving for perfection can lead you to set unrealistic goals and nearly impossible targets and deadlines, all of which increases the chances you're going to procrastinate for fear of failure. So the better strategy is, to, again, to set goals and deadlines that's going to push you to produce quality work while also being realistic and making sure those goals you know, and tasks are obtainable you know, as you are working from the house. Yeah, true. Set goals. Uh, I like that. And, and don't make them unrealistic. I mean, when I'm working on a project, Corey, especially a, a significant project, I start off with a first draft and then uh, try not to focus too much on making it perfect. It's just a way to get some ideas out there. Yeah, Tony, you know, the article actually mentions first drafts. And, you know, into your point, the value of a first draft is often in shaping your next steps. You know, as you go back and forth at that first draft, your brain may kick into a higher gear as it really identifies ways to reshape the ideas in your draft. You know, in fact, you know, subsequent drafts may be completely different than the first one. But that's, you know, that's fine. That's, that's okay. Because the first draft has really inspired where the project's going. So don't worry about how that first draft looks. It's not about being right or wrong at that point in time. It's all about getting your ideas down and giving yourself a positive push to be able to, you know, to move that project along and eventually complete it. Right. There you go. And uh, it's definitely how I view a first draft too, Corey. And I like how uh, you remind us that later drafts might look different than the first one. And sometimes that's the whole point, isn't it? it absolutely. You're absolutely correct, Tony. You know, another thing that we should also discuss is that little voice in our heads that's always, you know, hitting us with that negativity. You know, I'm sure many of our listeners know that, you know, that voice I'm talking about. You know, it's the one that tells us this has to be perfect or I have to get this promotion or I'm a failure or, you know, even if there's a minor mistake in this draft, my career's over. Yikes. That sounds like the kind of uh, Jiminy Cricket you do not want on your shoulder, right? <laughs> that's very true, Tony. But, you know, what if you could turn that negative voice into the kind of, you know, kind of positive Jiminy Cricket that we know from Disney's Pinocchio? What if that voice said things like, you know, I get to work on this cool project or I've done this work before so I can do it, you know, I can do it this time or I have an, an important perspective that's going to make this project better. Now, to some degree, you know, it's simply human nature 
to let our minds wander, you know, towards that worst case scenario. But we cannot, you know, honestly or absolutely really train ourselves to not fall for that. You know, you need one of the things you really need to do is believe in yourself and perhaps even more importantly, believe in the body of work you, you know, that you've already created. Now, whether you're working at your desk in the office or at the kitchen table, you know, you have your, you know, you do have a job because you bring something valuable to, you know, you bring something very valuable to your company. So, you know, you really need to not forget about that. Yeah, that's good advice, Corey. And I'm enjoying this topic. It's been a nice change of pace from some of the heavier pandemic related topics or heavier financial topics. Well, what's next? Well, you know, the next slice of wisdom is really to simply avoid calling yourself a procrastinator. You know, that sounds simple, right? Maybe even a little too simple. But here's the theory behind it. If you call yourself a procrastinator, that's exactly what you're going to become. So it's really like a, you really, one of the things you're really doing is just, it's a, you're, you're making yourself a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're struggling to get motivated on a certain project, you know, don't simply shrug your shoulders and tell yourself that you're a procrastinator and that's just the way it is. You know, take a deep breath, come up with a list of achievable steps, get to work and get the job completed. So what do you have for us in this final segment, Corey? You know, I, I, I do want to make sure our listeners remember, you know, we're using an article from Forbes titled Working Remote and 10 Things That You Can Do to Prevent Procrastination. And the next thing that it really talks about is you need to be able to reward yourself. Well, and now you're speaking my language. Uh, who doesn't want to be rewarded for a job well done? This sounds good. That's very true. I think everybody does, you know, Tony. You know, human beings are designed to avoid discomfort and, you know, and seek enjoyment. And that applies, you know, to our work too. You know, with that in mind, it may be valuable to reward yourself, you know, after you've completed elements of a project or a task. You know, for example, let's say there's one piece of that dairy, you know, dairy queen, you know, the dairy queen ice uh, cream cake left and it has your name on it. Instead of immediately, you know, scurrying off to the fridge to gobble it down, why not tell yourself that that cake is, you know, all years after you've completed step one of whatever you're working on today? Yeah, I like that. Set and reward yourself uh, for getting things done or meeting certain goals. And, and that's something I already do. Sometimes it's a food reward. Sometimes it's a break or maybe it might be a brisk five minute walk outside. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a solid plan, you know, Tony. You know, for me, you know, it could be even binge watching, right? I mean, there's a lot of shows that, believe me, I've we've been watched on yep. Hulu or Netflix or, uh, you know, Prime Video. Um, I think the one we're watching right now, we just started watching The Boys, which is on on Prime. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, and you never want to watch an episode before you know, I get that good percentage of the project or task completed. You know, my experience, yep. it really does make a difference. You know, the next thing we should also discuss is setting priorities. This is a great place to give yourself that little nudge in the right direction because you can just pick an item off your list and accomplish it. You know, one task completed leads to another task completed and so forth. So there's no procrastination going on, you know, you know, during your workday. Yeah. Sort of like that timeless piece of wisdom to face your problems head on rather than running from them. That's a great way of putting it, Tony. You know, the Forbes article, you know, also stresses the importance of going through your list and labeling things that are essential and non-essential. That way you can also better utilize your time by completing all those must-dos before you worry about the things that are a little bit, you know, less important as well. 
Yeah, and for me, I've always found it's good to really focus on my projects that others are waiting on, especially. That's a really good point. And I think, you know, using the fact that other people are often, you know, relying on us to get our, you know, part of our job done so that they can do their part of their job, it's a great motivator. I don't think any of us relish the idea of one of our colleagues having to stay late in the actual office or even their home office because we didn't come through in a timely manner. You know, blocking all that outside noise is another great tip from the article. Think about it. If you've been working from home this summer, you've probably noticed plenty of noise. Lawnmowers, weed rackers, you know, barking dogs, laughing, yelling kids. Um, you know, they might be, you know, playing actually in, in, you know, out on the sidewalk outside, or they might even be uh, yelling, you know, even within your household. You know, while, while these noises aren't a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, they can also throw you off your concentration when you're trying to get some work done as well. Yeah. And, th- and that's something that I think a lot of people have struggled with. I, I do like this point. Sometimes it seems like lawnmowers are rumbling from dawn to dusk in my neighborhood. So uh, what can we do about this kind of noise? Well, you know, canceling out that noise, Tony, is really just something about claiming your time and reminding yourself to focus what, you know, whatever task is at hand today. I mean, you know, even when you worked in the office, you kind of had constant noise too. Now yeah. it's just a different type of noise when you're working from your home, but you have to kind of put that out and just focus on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. So, and maybe even something like, um, uh, you know, noise canceling headphones, right? Yeah. That could noise canceling headphones are actually, a, it's a really good way to go. Um, you know, they've, they've developed a lot of them, you know, you can even have some of them out there today that not only the, the, you know, if you're Bluetoothing and you're answering your phone call, um, it's a good way to be able to, uh, have conference calls and you can even link them up to your zoom, you know, even to your, uh, yeah, to your video. It's a great way to be able to, uh, um, cancel out all that noise and you're just hearing what, you know, who's on the other end of that line. Yeah. Yeah. And canceling out the noise is really just about claiming your time and reminding yourself to stay focused on the task at hand. It's, I mean, that, that's exactly right. You know, we, we, we always talk about tasks, right? And, uh, you know, one of the things that you really can't do is you can't really become frustrated by some of those smaller tasks that were earlier yeah. in your project. You need to remind yourself of how rewarding that finished product is going to, you know, to be. So let yourself spend a few moments thinking about how satisfying it's going to be to sit back and look at that completed project or product that you're doing, you know, with, with a sense of accomplishment. Um, so, you know, hopefully our listeners out there have learned something today about working from that, you know, working from your home. Yeah, definitely. I think it's been a great episode, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Sure, Tony. You know, if any of our listeners out there have any questions about your own personal financial strategy, I do encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. You can also give us a call at 614-760-0670. And then, you know, another thing our listeners can do too, is you can also visit our YouTube page. And if you just go to YouTube and type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we have a lot of different uh, videos out there to educate you on different types of topics as well. You know, um, it, you know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to really help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And then really the best way to do that is to take advantage of a, that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And again, that meeting can be face-to-face. It could be a Zoom call or even a conference call. All you really need to do 
in order, you know, to start getting that retirement plan in order is give us a call at 614-760-0670. Or even if you want a second opinion on your current financial plan, again, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. And just remember that all meetings are, are complimentary and there's no obligations. All right, and that concludes today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickle. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.